So I think we need to do the intro for this now, even though it's the end. Okay. But I guess the intro will be something like, this podcast isn't very good because <laughs> I originally planned on putting this on Patreon, but I changed my mind because I feel like some people who are not on Patreon would enjoy this. Yeah, so like we're recording this after the podcast is done. Yeah. So I'm just going to reassure you that like <laughs> there's a lot of sort of places in the middle where you might think they're not going to make it to the end. <laughs> this is so shambolic. But I think like it's you know we do make it to the end, we do cover everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if any of it is like anything we haven't said before. Well, we did add a few new theories to the uh, to the Soulsborne community, such as um, the roof theory and the hoarding theory. <laughs> the roof theory. Yeah. And, so uh, what? what is the roof theory is that some buildings have roofs. There's memory. more to it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you and enjoy. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, perfect. perfect. <laughs> we hyped. No, well, <laughs> can you run me? Can you run through what this is again? Okay, so what I want to do is just look at the boss arenas of Bloodborne bosses and NPCs we have to fight. Uh huh. And just see what it tells us about them. Okay. <laughs> Richie, do you remember you said, oh, we're doing vile bloods now. I don't know how much blood is left in this Bloodborne yeah. stone. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll show you how much blood is left. It's a lot. Are you thinking of applying to become CEO of Bandai? Because I think you'd be quite good at it. <laughs> really? Why? No we, no, we can milk this further. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The best part is it's genuine. It's not like I'm trying to milk it. It's like I'm really curious about these things. So I don't know if it's best or worst. <laughs> like... Let's just go. <laughs> okay. It's almost so, 3 a.m. Oh, well. You know how it is. I had to, well, wait. I had to wake up at like 7 to record. Yeah. So I suffer. Now it's okay. Now you suffer. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, main story bosses. First boss is Cleric Beast. Yep. We fight him on, on the bridge. bridge. Yep. Why? Come <laughs> <laughs> <Go> on. <laughs> okay, well, why do we fight him on a bridge? It's a very good question, because he's invisible, and then he jumps out of mm -hmm. a wall and appears on the bridge. Was he, like, hanging there the entire time waiting for us, or...? Do you want the, like, actual technical answer? Sure. He's held inside the wall. Like, um... He's just, like, he just exists inside the wall. He doesn't have any physical presence. And then he just... He literally jumps out of the ground. Like, he just flies out of the ground and lands. But it looks like he's jumping from behind a wall in-game, right? Yeah, and you can go to that wall, like, without beating the Cleric Beast and look, and, and he's not there. Hmm. 
The yeah. idea is he is the captain of the church hunters. Oh my god, Richie. Do you yeah. know what I'm thinking as soon as you said? He is the captain of the church hunters. The cleric based gas coin explanation podcast. Yeah, not the yeah. podcast, just this excerpt where you're trying no. to explain it. <laughs> okay, so so the idea is he's captain of the church hunters. Mm-hmm. So he's in Cathedral Ward. Right. Because he was trying to, he was coming back from the hunt. He must have transformed, like, on the way back from the hunt or something. Okay. And you find him, like, on the path to the door that his emblem would open. The mystery door? No, no, the door, like, you beat the cleric oh, beast, the you gate. can buy the hunter chief emblem to open the gate. Yeah. 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 So you find him, like, around that area. So he mm-hmm. was, like, I guess coming back from the hunt and he is mm-hmm. transforming. Yeah. Mm hmm. And the bridge is a pretty narrow area. Kinda, yeah. How do you think that affects the fight? Well, the cleric beast we know now was designed to be fought in the Grand Cathedral. Mm-hmm. So, I guess um, he was maybe designed for, like... Well, he has a lot of, like, leaping forward attacks. So, it gives you a little less room to dodge around it than you would have in the Grand Cathedral. Yeah. Yeah. What was your first encounter with him like? Well, I knew he was coming because they kept hyping him up in all the trailers. Hmm. Well, I didn't because I played Bloodborne. I didn't even see the trailers, I don't think. And I was just walking, right? Yeah. And then I walk. This giant dude jumps out at me. And I'm like, oh my god, and I'm trying to run back, but I can't because there's a fog wall. And I'm like, what is this shit? Yeah. And then he was like punching me and screaming at me and I was like so traumatized. You were so traumatized you had to spend the next year recording podcasts about it. Well, no, then I threw it in the trash for six months because I was like, this is shit. I don't know why my boyfriend would get this for me on my birthday. He's clearly not the man for me because he doesn't even understand me. How could he think I'd be interested in this? Yeah, Yeah. but in the end, he knew you better than you knew yourself. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um... This is going to be another Sinclair Eats podcast. I'm not eating. What makes you think I'm eating? (laughs) Well, this is I'm eating, Richard. (laughs) It's because I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in, like... Like, we started at seven. I had a toast then. Two or one. No, I had a... Gasson, more wine. (laughs) I had, like, a little mini (laughs) set... Continue. Why did you do that, Richie? Why did you burp so loudly into your microphone? Why did I burp so loudly into your microphone? I don't know. Exactly. (laughs) Is it because you've been drinking Dr. Pepper? (laughs) Um, Continue. <laughs> so, um, yeah, okay, so I ate a little sandwich. Well, like, I guess it's a regular <laughs> sandwich, but by my, my standard, it's a little I sandwich. I think this is a record for going from, like, the topic that we were supposed to be talking about to just, like, here's what I ate today. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, and so it was at around seven, yeah. but now it's one. So let's see, seven, eight, nine. 
ten, eleven, twelve, one. <laughs> and I haven't eaten in between. And you know how how grumpy I get when I don't get my snacks. Yes. So this is necessary if you want to live. <laughs> if you want to survive this. <laughs> um. Let's see. Boyfriend, what was your first impression of the cleric beast? Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I don't... Uh, is there anything else to say about him? About his arena? Uh, he used to be able to wreck the carriages. I think like he still is, he though. Could... Um... Or the carriages get wrecked. I don't know if it's him. No, there used to be an item you could only get by having him smash the carriages. But They removed it. No, but the carriages are still there and they can get wrecked. Okay. I don't remember. I don't think they can. Are you sure? You said it once in another podcast and I had to cut it out so I don't get angry messages. Because yes, you can. Okay. I've never had it happen. Well, that's because you're a casual, but look. I look here at gameplay. I can't look because I'm in another house. <laughs> but anyway, I'm looking and look. Carriage okay, is wrecked. I, I believe you. Thank you. Um, do you think the cleric beast is a reindeer? I think it's a wendigo. Can you explain what a wendigo is again? Isn't a wendigo Canadian? I'm testing your Canadian knowledge since you're going to move here soon. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay, I will. Um, I'll, <laughs> I'll, mo- I'll move there and farm Wendigo. I've a, there we raise go. a couple of head of Wendigo. <laughs> Milk them and sell their pelts. <laughs> so, Wendigo is it's like a folkloric thing. It's, um, ref- it's like a, a creature that lives in the woods and eats people. Uh, people who develop like uh, kind of cannibalistic cravings, they're described as having like it's like they call it like Wendigo psychosis or something. But mm-hmm. in in Lovecraft's work and in the Cthulhu Mythos stuff, the Wendigo refers specifically to like a creature that is like a kind of wolf reindeer thing with big antlers that resembles mm-hmm. the cleric beast. So I think when they were doing their Lovecraft research, they probably saw the um Sorry, we saw a Wendigo and based the cleric beast on that. Cool. Um, why is one of his arms larger than the other? Well, all the or beasts are kind of, because they're kind of asymmetrical. Because, like, do you look at the people in Yarnum? Like, their faces are asymmetrical. And there's the whole thing about, like, beasthood creeps up one side of your body first. And, mm-hmm. like, Ludwig is asymmetrical, so... They're big on asymmetry, except Amelia, who is not. Actually, it's pretty much just the cleric beast that's asymmetrical. Did you just say, oh, they're all asymmetrical, and then, oh, it's just the cleric beast? Well, they they talk about things being asymmetrical, and the people are asymmetrical. But the beasts really aren't asymmetrical, except the cleric beast. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it looks like I helped you realize something, because your initial understanding yeah. was wrong. Well, it's like the cleric beast and Ludwig are asymmetrical, and the mm-hmm. people's faces in Yarnum are asymmetrical. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Yarnumites, like, they have one arm that's longer than the other, that's like the cleric oh, beast. Right. yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's like that. 
Um. Okay. <clears throat> I guess that's it. There's so a carriage. Other, other arenas? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to do them all. Okay. But that's it for this one. There's a carriage on the bridge, yeah. right? Yeah. Who do you think that belonged to? Belka. <laughs> and then there's statues on the bridge as well. Are they just there to illuminate the path because they're holding They're candles? also Velka. <laughs> Velka was on her way to be in Bloodborne because she has to be in all the games. She was in her carriage, but then she looked out the window. She's like, hang on, is that a statue of, of me? And then that distracted her and the carriage crashed. Oh, no. And then she flew away and became the wet nurse. Awesome. Thank you. Um, okay. So 11 minutes. This is perfect. <laughs> the bridge. There we go. I told you. I told you. This is okay. Uh, this is good. Okay. Okay. Good. Next one is Father Gascoigne. Yep. He is in a um, graveyard. And there are a lot of graves in the graveyard. Hmm. Why do you think what? that is? Because people are buried there. Ah, I see. <laughs> well, you know, we don't get we don't get explicit confirmation, so we can't be sure. Yeah, what if it's just like decorative graves? What if it's like Odin was really goth, and so they build this goth thing for him? Well, I wouldn't like put it past Yarnum to have decorative graves. <laughs> yeah, and there is that. It looks like there is snow in this arena. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a particle effect. I don't think it's snow, though. Is it ash? It's a shame Aegon's not still here, because he, he knows all about particle effects. Yeah. But but it's what is it? Well, the, the, I guess, like, the, the Great Bridge is directly above you, so it's probably, like, just stuff falling from the bridge. Hang on, it, it's not above you, is it? Yeah, no, there's just something else above you. Is the white particle effect the cleric beast's dandruff? Yes. <laughs> but you're saying it's not... I got confused for a second because the, the exact layout confuses me. Um, I don't think it is. I'm trying to think th- think it through. So you So the bridge is not above... I think it, it is above you, but it's not directly above you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know there's like a like a monument or whatever in the middle of the graveyard. Yeah, there's like a big a big dude. Yeah, who is that? I have no idea. Is that Odin? Well no, Odin's a voice. Well, at one point maybe he wasn't a voice. Yeah, but like Then who is this, Richie? Well, it's the same one they have in the Grand Cathedral, like um plaza area yeah yeah um and there's also a bunch of trees but they don't have like leaves on them okay the great bridge can't be above you i just figured it out okay i don't know what's above you maybe nothing well there's a bridge Okay, a bridge. Maybe it's another bridge with another cleric beast. That's true. 
But um, there are a lot of trees, and they don't have leaves on them. Yes. Is it like autumn in Yarnum, or what? What if it's it's um the beginning of like winter and it's Halloween, and that's why all the graves are there? Yeah, it's like decorations. Yarnum's actually normally completely like normal. Yeah. We just happen to visit Yarnum on Halloween, so everyone's got all their fake plastic gravestones out. Oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Good. Good. And um. There are creepy little statues there too that look like they're like, but they're those are also everywhere around Yarnum. Yeah, with lights or whatever. They have little candle things. Yeah. Yeah. Or or either candle or the lamp. Yeah. You know what else is in Gascoigne's arena? Viola. Yeah, Gascoigne's dead wife. So she probably <laughs> talk about that's probably more significant than. <laughs> The trees not having leaves. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. Well, it's only Gascoigne's dead wife. <laughs> Do you think he killed her? Um, I don't know. It's either she's she- not. N- yeah, yeah, she's not near the pile of bodies he's cutting up. Yeah, and also yeah. she's not. She's just like it's almost like she was running away and she fell. I don't remember. What does she look like? Because she's not ripped apart or anything, right? Yeah, she's sprawled out in, like, a pool of blood. So maybe she was wounded and she tried running and then she fell. Do you think she left the the note in Burden Chapel? No. That says about the spider. Okay. No, she didn't. No. No, she's not the wet nurse. She doesn't work for Mansus. She's just Gus Coing's wife who went out during the night of a hunt because she has dementia. Okay. We've been through can, this. You get, you, well, can, do you want to explain that for the benefit of, of other people? Well, I have a whole lore video on it that explains it pretty well. Basically, uh, Gascoigne and Viola lived together somewhere else, and then like, she started getting cognitive problems, and then Gascoigne, from his church, heard about special blood from Yarnum, so they moved there. Right. And she started her blood ministration, and it seemed like it was helping at first, but then, you know, not really. And then there's a whole thing about Gascoigne where he was supposed to quit hunting, but he didn't. And anyway, so one night when she was experiencing her symptoms, she just went out wandering during the hunt, and she got killed. But my video explains it much better, and it's very well done. Yeah, It's very well done. Yeah, Vati commented on that video. back Back before I ruined the channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear me? Yeah. I said Vaiti commented on that video. Did he? Yeah. Because it's a sure? first person lore video. He said it's very good. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. You knew this. I told you. Well, I thought you were joking. What? I told, I showed you a screenshot. Oh, my God, Richie. You're so lucky I had a snack. Oh, God. <laughs> this is why you're alive right now, because I had that tuna snack is the reason you're alive right now. It's quarter past three in the, the morning. The tuna sacrificed itself for you. <laughs> Just like <laughs> Professor Tarzan in that shitty anime we watched. Okay. So, yeah, is there anything else? What do, what do you think killed the wife? The wife? <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
it's, it's like it's just like some really bad like 80s translation of something like in an rpg you have a character just say who killed the wife <laughs> um i think it's it's like it's weird because she doesn't have the music box with her because Gascoigne's daughter says, like, this, the music box, my mother plays it so that daddy remembers. So you'd think she would take it with her, but she leaves it with the kid. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's another reason. Maybe she does have dementia. Maybe she's supposed to take it, but she forgot. Like, it makes no sense that she wouldn't take. Well, first of all, it makes no sense for her to go out the night of the hunt. Do you know what else is really weird? Hmm. Gascoigne's other daughter, like, just shows up. So, wait, yeah. wait, was she also just wandering around? Yeah, well, I explained that in my video, and I think yeah. I allude to it, where Gascoigne has, like, he's kind of irresponsible, where he's supposed to quit the hunt but doesn't, and their older daughter is also irresponsible, where she kind of sneaks out of the house from time to time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It runs in the family. You know what else is in Gascoigne's boss arena? What? Henrik. That's later. We'll cover Henrik later. And we're supposed to be covering the same boss arena. arena. Why are you getting me all riled because up in, about how the law doesn't make arena. any sense? Yeah, Henrik but, and Gascoigne are in the same arena. But Henrik is a completely different person. We're going by boss arenas by the bosses. <laughs> are you suggesting that Henrik and Gascoigne are one and the same? Well, they're partners. Okay, but they're not okay. They're partners, but they have their individual lives. So that's why we will discuss them separately. <laughs> so anything else about Gascoigne's arena? We can have a whole episode on viola if you want. But I leaned there as well. Now is not the time, Richie. Okay, uh, did you know that like you can beat Gascoigne, and then if you haven't beaten the cleric beast, you can summon people and you can go run in there when Henrik and Eileen are there. And you can have like five people fighting at once. Because it's like you, it's like you and three, you two summons, then Eileen and Henrik as like a. That's five. crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, good. We're averaging ten minutes per arena. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So it should be done by about five a.m. Well, we don't have to do it all today. I think we should just get it done today so we don't have to do it again later. Why, Richie? Are you saying this isn't interesting? Are you saying my ideas are bad? So the Bloodstaff Beasts Arena. <laughs> okay. What do you think about that? Well, it's in a... Wait a minute. No, wait. Before... Why do you pronounce Gascoigne Gascoigne? Is that how it's pronounced? Gascoigne. Yeah, Isn't that you, how it's pronounced? I don't know. It sounds like you're saying ga gas coin, like a gas coin. Well, how should it be pronounced? I don't know. It's gas coin. Gas coin, no? That's it. I say gas coin. I don't know. Well, I, you, you, you live somewhere where they speak French. Like, you're probably right. Gas coin. Babe! I Babe. think Eileen says gas coin. How do you pronounce uh, gas coin's name? I don't know. Guess going in French. Okay, let's do this. Is he French? Is he French? He's Irish. He's Irish. Oh. Huh. I I don't know. I feel like 
Okay, let's I'm pretty see sure Eileen Eileen says Gascoin. But what does but she also, know? She, she, yeah, she probably didn't know him very well. Yeah, she kills his partner. You'd have to ask Henrik. Okay. Gascoin? Because uh, I guess is Yeah, okay. Never mind. Forget I said anything. Let's move on. Like how you're annoyed at yourself. <laughs> like you helped them be like, oh, forget I said anything. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, like I'm giving myself attitude. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity attituder, you know? <laughs> okay, Blood Starved okay, Beast. Okay, Blood Starved Beast. Okay. Where do we find the- ch- the- It's got a name. It's the Church of the Good Chalice. Okay. What's so good about the chalice? I think it's meant to be more like Church of the Holy Chalice or something, and they just went with good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, the blood-starved beast, I'm pretty sure, is a cleric who was presiding over what was going on in that church. Mm-hmm. And their congregation were the people, the beasts who were crucified outside. It's like the blood-starved beast would have been doing a ritual with, the, like, Amelia. Mm-hmm. Like, would have been in front of the altar taking in blood from the chalice, and then they transformed, and then all the other people in the church transformed. Then when the healing church came to old Yarnum, they- burned up all the other beasts, but they couldn't get past the blood-starved beast to get to the chalice, so they just abandoned it. Mm-hmm. And do you think the cleric looks like the clerics with the big nose? No, I think the statues look like the guy with the big nose. No, but the actual blood-starved beast. The, the statues look like- nose. Okay. Oh my god. The statues- Obviously the statues look like the guy with the big nose, because they have big noses. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Professor Richard. Okay, the blood-starved beast doesn't have a nose. Exactly. So what I'm saying is before he became a blood-starved beast, oh, do you think okay. he looked like those statues? No, I think he just looked like a dude. Or possibly she. We had this discussion on a stream the other day. Really? Yeah, because we were calling the blood-starved beast he, and then we were like, well, a lot of the clerics in the game are women. That's true. So maybe, maybe it was a she, but we don't there, know. You know, there's this Russian joke. Uh, about how you can tell if a cat is a boy or a girl. Go on. <laughs> but it's 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 cute, but it's untranslatable, and it's so frustrating because in Russian. Well, I prefer the joke in its original English. So okay. why don't you just give me that? <laughs> okay, so because you know Russian grammar and conjugation is is like different from English, right? Yeah. And like words and verbs have genders. Oh yeah, basically. yeah, Long yeah. Story like short. French, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, somebody's like, "Hey, I can't tell how a cat is a boy or a girl. How do I tell?" And the other person's like, "That's easy. You take the cat and you put it on the floor. If she runs, it's a girl. If he runs, it's a boy." Because <laughs> we would conjugate runs according to the gender of the cat. I see. <laughs> it's so cute and funny in Russian, but you can't, like, explain it in any other language. <laughs> just sounds stupid. Because <laughs> to conjugate the verb run, you would add a letter at the end. So it's, like, cute and unexpected. You wouldn't say, like, she runs. You'd be like, you know, the yeah. she would come at the end. Yeah. Right. 
Thanks for ruining jokes, Richie. Like, why can't you just speak Russian? Yep. <laughs> okay, well, I don't have anything on for a while. So I can try learning Russian. There we go. I feel like you'd be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> why? Because you can fake accents well, so I think it's just part of Yeah, but talent. the accent's not the language. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this one time I was in the store, right? And <laughs> and this lady, uh, like an, an older lady. I'm just watching the time gradually go by. <laughs> this is the third thing we've recorded in a row. So this older lady, like a, like a granny, I guess, she was speaking to the, to the cashier at the store. And what she was trying to say is that she'd like to just tell me which aisle is the frying pan is, right? Yeah. And then I hear her like trying to explain it and she's like, Where is Skavarotka? <laughs> and that's so cute. So she just kept repeating frying pan in Russian, but like enunciating it. And then like I was about to go help and she's like, Tifal, Tifal, like the Tifal brand, which is very yeah. popular in Russia, I think. And yeah. he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> it's over there. <laughs> but it was so cute. It's like when I helped the Russian guy find the nuts. Yeah. He said he could speak English. He was just like, <laughs> do you know what a nut is? And to find nut. Yeah. He was also quite short, so I had to get them down for him. Oh my god. <laughs> it was a tiny little Russian. Well, no, he, he probably could have reached them, but he would have had to like, <laughs> like stand on his tiptoes and put his arm all the way up. And he was oh. like quite old, so I got them down for him. Oh, you're so sweet. If I were you, I'd be like, hey, sir, it's okay. Just step on my head. <laughs> so that was the Bloodstarred Beasts arena. <laughs> Did we cover all of it? Because there's, wait, at the end of the arena, there is a statue. That's the altar, yeah, that the chalice is on. Okay, who built that altar? The Fumarians. Are you sure? Yeah. But why is well, there, like, a human-like saint figure on- Because the Fumarians looked like humans. No, they were, like, creepier. But there's, like, Fumerian gargoyles all over Old Yarnum. Huh. Old Yarnum is, like, the transition point between the Chalice Dungeons and Yarnum, So it's, like, half and half. Okay. You know, on the way to the Bloodstarved Beast arena, there's, like, another church, and the Bloodstarved Beast is, like, crucified and strung up, and then there's an altar, and the old's got ritual blood on it. Yeah. It's the same thing, where it's like, only this time it's the chalice, not the blood. But the other beast is much larger than this one, isn't it? Um, It might be, but, like, they're the same. Like, they were presumably clerics. Mm. Like, they were two clerics in Old Yarnum who transformed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and the this church has no ceiling. Correct. Why? I don't know. I don't know if it's meant to be that, like, when they were burning Old Yarnum, maybe, like, the roof of the church was burned. But it could also be something to do with the moon, because it's mm. meant to be, like, Old Yarnum transformed under the red moon. Mm -hmm. So maybe not having not having a roof, like, helped the moonlight come in or something. Okay. Um, and it's built entirely out of bricks. Yes. Is that good? Well, 
many, many buildings are built out of bricks. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to have a house built out of bricks, or at least have, like, a brick something in a house, you know? I'm genuinely confused as to where this is going. <laughs> well, I saw bricks, and I like bricks! Like, I like the brick. Yeah. Like, if I had a wall, yeah, but, like... But a, a lot of Yarnum is made out of bricks, I don't... I don't know, know I just I just noticed noting. it here, and I, I okay. thought about how, like, I would like to have brick walls. Okay. Maybe I should move into this church. Well, it's currently empty. Oh, well, there you go. I'll just need to, uh, how much is a, is a roof in your room? How much does that um, cost? Well, isn't there, like, a big bridge going over the top of it? So you could, like, just shelter under the bridge. Hmm. Yeah. Also, there are no oh. doors. Yeah, but like you just get. Because I don't see any like hinges in the arc or whatever. It looks like it's just no doors. Yeah, I suspect like it was probably burned. Like the doors would have been even if even if it's burned, I feel like it needs. There needs to be something like I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe there were no doors. Maybe it's like a like a church you just walk into any time. Oh, yeah. Like one of those 24-hour churches. <laughs> Does that exist? It's like a drive through Yeah, that's what I was thinking, actually. Yeah. It's just staffed by bored students. What? Staffed by bored students? Next one. <laughs> no, no, no. What? <laughs> it's like a 24-hour church and, like, the people that's, like, bored college students having to work at the 24-hour church at unreasonable <laughs> times. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Solidarity. <laughs> what? Okay. No, move. Come on. I'm clapping. You can tell it's getting bad because I'm clapping. It's for patrons, so it's okay. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Amelia's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Arena. It's a church. Tick. Right, next one. <laughs> no, no, no. Because you, you have to tell us who was there before. Originally. The cleric based. Yeah. Yeah, we mentioned that when we were talking about the cleric based. <laughs> Why did they switch? I actually don't know. Like, I I don't know because, like, it may have been to do with the loading issues or something. They may have, like... Because it looks like... Like, Gascoigne was always fought in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Cleric beast, I don't know, like what the deal with that was, because if you, like, Lance has looked at the the alpha and everything, and, like, there's just a bunch of scourge beasts on that bridge that you could make load in. Mm -hmm. So it's possible that, like, it was just full of scourge beasts originally, and it was just, like, you had to get past those. They weren't a boss, technically. Okay. Yeah. But Um, it does seem like a boss arena, because it's got the big gate that, like, you can put fog in, and, yeah. Yeah, it's- Yeah. Yeah. And also, there's also an altar there that looks like the one from the from Old Yarnum, doesn't it? What are we talking about? Amelia, Bosserina. I was talking about the the bridge. Yeah, because they mm-hmm. they moved the cleric beast from the, from cathedral, the cathedral to, to the, the bridge. bridge. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if the cleric beast was replacing a boss there or what. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's what okay. I meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Amelia is, she's just in the Grand Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Yep, there is an altar there. Does it look like the one in Old Yarnum? 
well, it's the same basic design in the sense that it's like an altar, and there's like a figure, <laughs> there's like a female figure at the top, but it's not, it's not the one from Oldyanum. But who made this one then? I guess the Thumerians also made that, or just you kind of just like your answer to everything is like I guess the Thumerians made it. Also, I okay. guess the Arnhemites are Thumerians. Also, the Wildbloods are Thumerians. I guess the Thumerians built the castle. I don't know. But I feel like that's what happens. <laughs> I feel like you're putting a little too emphasis on Thumerians, so you don't have to come up with lore. It's their it's their city though. Like they probably built oh, the so stuff now it's there. a Thumerian city. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> Okay, if they subcontracted it out. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. That makes they much more sense. They subcontracted the people yeah. who built the Cathedral of the Deep. Also, Thumerians were underground. This is above ground. But you get that the Thumerians underground are under, like, where you are. Like, it's not like they're underground somewhere else. So... They would just come above ground to build a city and go back down? No, they... As they moved closer to the surface, they just built upward. Like, Yarnum is just the top floor of the Chalice Dungeons. They just built upward. So Yarnum is the penthouse? Yes. The closer they got to the top, the the more human they became until they forgot who they were. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Haven't I said this, like, eight times? You didn't explain it properly. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, also, this church has a ceiling. Yes. That's cool. And it's windows. Got, it's got a second floor. Yeah. And and a lift and a garden. But that's with friends. Uh, no, that's in the DLC though. No, that's there as well. Because that's where the emissary is, and like where you go to fight Ibriatus. <gasps> oh, but it doesn't have a lift. Yeah, the lift goes down to where Briatus is. Oh, but that's on the other side. Yeah, but it's the same room. Just the top floor. Oh, right. Okay, right, right, right. Okay. And there's also a tree behind the statue. Was that, like, for aesthetic, or...? I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, a tree or a a statue of a tree. (laughs) I'm glad you find this funny. It's it's like, so what we should put there? Should it be a tree? Better. A statue of a tree. Well, if it were an actual tree, you'd have to keep watering it and it might die and stuff. So maybe a statue of a tree is Well, it doesn't look very alive, so maybe it's just dead tree. Maybe they took it from Gascoigne's boss arena. Ah. (laughs) It's all coming together. So is is this going to lead to like a seven hour Trees of Yarnum episode? Yes. Maybe we can invite Redgrave, because he did flowers. I've got a fair amount to say about the trees of Yarnum, but we'll save that for another time. You're not joking, are you? No. Yeah. Delete your account, please. All right. (laughs) All right, finally! You're like, that's all I waited for! (laughs) No, I, I spend, like, at least two or three times a day, I seriously consider deleting all my social media. I predicted cut content yet again. The cut content of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Are are our failed ambitions the cut content of our life? Whoa, yes. Yeah. 
deep. The Witch of Hemwick. Yep. She's in like a random room. Yes, yeah, I don't like it. It's it feels dirty. Like I feel like it would be smelly and dirty, and it's like well, yeah, it's full of out. corpses. Yeah. Yeah. And then like it's like what's its purpose? Like it like there's a, like a like a handmade bridge on the side that doesn't lead anywhere. It's just like no. I get the point, which is like the bodies are sent to Hamwick. So they yeah. like would they store them all in this room and I guess the witches like do stuff to the bodies, like they remove the the organs that you need. You can't even do anything in that room. There's no table, there's nothing, there's no tools. You just hang them they hang them on the ceiling, I guess, for decor. Like Oh are they making beef jerky? Maybe. Is this the beef jerky room? Yes. <gasps> okay, well but okay. If I look at it that way, it makes a little bit more sense. Because otherwise, it's literally just an empty room, a handmade bridge in the middle for it for some reason. And, like, you know? So, this is the room that you can see Amelia in, in old trailers. Yeah, yes. And the handmade bridge isn't in the old trailers. Huh, what does that mean? Well, I think, like, when I first saw Amelia in that room, I was thinking, okay, Amelia in the room, they're just, like... Placing bosses in rooms they had finished to show something off. Uh-huh. But the way that the bridge isn't there yeah. and the similarity to Ludwig's room, where it's like all these corpses strewn around. Yeah. Makes me think that, like, maybe that was Amelia's room, because if you remove the bridge, it's like a big open space. So you'd mm-hmm. be able to fight, like, a large kind of beast boss in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it does look a lot like where you fight Ludwig. So and I'm it wondering- does have, um, yeah. yeah. Go on. I'm just wondering if, like, maybe um, the Amelia character, who then looks like was called Laura, was maybe a similar, like, thing to Ludwig, where she's just some- like, the church had her locked up in, like, a basement somewhere, and there's just bodies everywhere. Yeah. And another thing is there's the- a similar altar statue somewhere in that room. Yeah. Yeah, there's, like, another Pieta-style kind of altar. Yeah. Do you think that altar represents Laura or Amelia or whatever? Or was it also well, built by Sumerians? You know that Hemwick are, like, closer to Sumerians than Yanama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I hear. Yeah. So, like, that altar's weird because that's one of the signs, like, for, for reference, like, the interior of Witch's Abode that we got is absolutely not the interior they wanted to go with. Like, at the beginning. Because there's all this, like, unused space in which is a boat. It has, like, doors and things on the other side that you can't get to. So, the fact that, like, it's this big, big area and all you do is you go down a flight of stairs and there's a room. And then another flight of stairs and another room and it ends. Like, I'm pretty sure that was designed for somewhere else. So, mm-hmm. when I see that that altar thing, it looks very much like like a like a church altar. So, I'm wondering if, like... Does that mean this was, like, under a church at one point? Like, in Yarnum versus where it is now. But then also the, the like, bandaged sort of, like, the, the aesthetic of it does match the aesthetic of other statues in Hamwick. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And one of the cloth in that room looks like a beast face. I see. I noticed that all by myself. It's very good. Thank you. 
<laughs> and there's also a lot of barrels. Are eyes in those barrels or what? Um, you can knock the barrels open and eyes don't come out. So I don't know what's in the barrels. Oh, finished beef jerky or pickles. Pickles to go with beef jerky. Pickles. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. This is their cuisine room, you know? Little things in Yarnum. Pickles. <laughs> yeah. Um, also made of brick. I appreciate that. Good. <laughs> okay. Anything What's else? the alternative in Yarnum? It can be brick, it can be wood. Cement? Do they have cement in Yarnum? How do you make cement? Wasn't this a whole historical thing where, like, the Romans knew how to make cement, then it got forgotten, then it was rediscovered later on? I don't know. What's the next boss? No, well, no, this boss room leads somewhere else. We've got to talk about that. Okay. It's because it's, it's attached to a room in which we ha- It's attached to a room in which we find a dead hunter. Yep. So the witches of Hamwick just like caught the hunter, tortured them, and just like left them there, or what? Yeah. Well, that's what it looks like. Okay. But it all it also makes it reminds me a lot of the prison where you meet Braidor in the DLC. Right. So I'm one because like we know a lot of the DLC is like abandoned stuff from the base game, and like um one thing about that room is that the roof has clipping from above, and there's a hole in it. So it would have been possible to drop down like onto the roof of that room and then drop down the hole to where the body is. So mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if like that area with the big room with all of the corpses in it, like maybe that was like Ludwig's room, like that was the underneath the prison. Then there would have been like another area with little cells coming off, with like hunters tied up and like locked in there that the church didn't want to get out. And that that Hunter is like a relic of that. That's what I wonder about that whole area. You know, the way that like Ludwig's in the room with all the corpses and then like up the stairs from Ludwig, there's just this corridor with all these cells in it. I kind of wonder if that the witch's abode interior is an early draft of that, where you'd have like the room with Amelia and all the corpses. And then off to the side of that, there would have been all these little cells and that the hunter in the cell is one of those. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Thank you. Um. Shadows of Yana. No. No. The uh the one true wiki says dark beast parl. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go. Well, dark beast parl. It's just. A really open area with, like, nothing in it. Yeah. Okay, there was a theory early on that, like, the how there's the cell in Yahogol. And there's, like, a hole dug through yeah, it. Yeah, that, that uh, Dark Beast escaped the, from there. Yeah, he escaped and he tunneled through there and died in the yeah. courtyard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and the arena is just, like... It's just a w- well. Wait a minute. There's a gate, but if yeah, you the gate, the gate to Old Yarnum. If you enter through the gate, let's say the boss isn't there, so you just yeah. use the gate from the other side, the non-boss side, to enter yeah. this place. What is this? 
Well, it looks like it would have connected to Yahagul, but like the path's been destroyed. Yeah. Somehow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess before it, the path was destroyed, it's well, a way I'm, to I'm, go to Yahagul. Yeah. It's it's odd because like it if it were a way to go to Yahagul, it would connect to the prison. So yeah. I'm wondering if if like maybe it maybe it if you look um I'm doing this entirely from memory if you look like off to the sort of um like in between the arena and the path there's just like a space you can't go I'm wondering if that was like an entrance to Yahagul at one point and it's caved in because you see there's like bits of mm-hmm. building but there's also just rock lying around hmm. yeah. Okay, so you'd come in, you'd see the prison and a path to go to Yahargul. Well, I don't even know if you would see the prison, because the prison, like, that looks like that was dug later on. Oh. So I'm wondering if, like, you that would just lead to Yahargul and the prison thing is just, like, they were digging a tunnel from the prison and eventually got out. Okay. So Parl is, like, Shawshank Redemption? Yes. Okay. What about Shadow of Yarnum? You fight them in where Bergenworth was excavating the labyrinth. So it kind of makes sense for them to be there because they're the guards of Queen Yarnum. And, like, she's from the labyrinth, so they're probably just, like, patrolling. Wait, wait, say that again? Where you fight the Shadows of Yana yeah. is called Forbidden Grave. Yeah. That's where, presumably, Bergenworth were excavating the Chalice Dungeons. Okay. Okay. Yarnum is from the Chalice Dungeons. Incoming call. Apartment door. Okay, open. Oh, crap. Which boss is this? Shadows of Yana. They're like, you're talking shit. Oh, maybe they're here to tell us more about the boss arenas. It's probably a delivery. Surprise, the delivery is me in a box. (laughs) It's like I gave you a surprise today, so now it's your turn. (laughs) Babe, is it Richie in a box? No. (laughs) No. He's still in Australia. He's still in Australia. Or is he? What was that? Show me what that was, I swear to God, fucker. I learned that from that anime. <laughs> See the types of things you teach me, Richie? Yeah. Did you know that before we started the podcast, I never swore on my channel? Yeah, I know, and you, you used to bleep us out at the beginning. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so, so they're shadows of Yarnum. They're body, they're bodyguards of Queen Yarnum, and yeah, what are they patrolling? What she is from the Chalice Dungeons, right? Yeah, but she's not around. Why are they? This is why she's in Bergenworth. She's in Bergenworth. What Queen Yarnum? When you beat Rom, she shows up in the lake. Yeah, but the lake is like somewhere else or whatever. Yeah, but the implication I get I gathered from the shadows being around Bergenworth and then Yarnum appearing in Bergenworth is that like she was going like she she probably learned that 
Rom was somehow holding back the Red Moon. So she went to Bergenworth. Okay, but isn't she dead by this time because it killed her in the well, dungeon? Well, no, because what, what she sends out, like, isn't her. It's like a projection of her. It's like the Emerald Herald. So why Dark don't the too. shadows protect the real queen instead of fucking around in the Forbidden Grave? Because she has a bunch of shadows. There's, like, a whole lot of them in Mensis. Where were they when she was at the altar and you were beating her up? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I that's guess, a very like, good yeah. question. Yeah. I feel like they weren't doing their job. <laughs> My boyfriend's like, maybe they weren't paid enough. Maybe after she's beaten up in the altar, that's when she starts hiring the shadows. And before that, she doesn't think she needs them. You know what? That would yeah. make sense. Okay. Yeah. What time is it? Oh, God. Okay. Do you have to go? We can do- We can- This can have multiple parts. No, we're finishing this. Well, we're not going to finish it tonight, because we have to do all yes. bosses. We can only do main game we're bosses like, at the time we have. We're almost done. No, there's only, like, four that aren't main game. It's fine. What? Keep going. Okay. Okay, Rom, it's a lake. <laughs> okay, uh, are we done talking about the shadows? But they get- Yeah, the arena. The arena, also, there's a lot of corpses. What's up with that? Because they're digging up a grave. Why is it called the Forbidden Grave? Well, it's more- I think it's meant to be more like Forbidden Tomb, as in the Thumerian Tombs. And they're forbidden because... Well, Willem forbid it. There's this whole thing. Oh, and what are the giant tombs in the- in that area? Well, they're just too- like, they're meant to be from the Labyrinth. The problem is, like, those assets don't actually get used in the Labyrinth. And what are they called? Oh, they, they kind of do. Well, in the art book, they're called Tombstone of a Great One. Oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. How also, many great I ones guess, are there? Do we have to I count guess, each yeah. tombstone to figure out the number of great ones? Well, well, uh, all right. I can tell you this. Okay. Someone, right, was talking to me about the how often the hunt was. And they said the hunts every every red moon is the hunt, which isn't true. Is it every red moon's the hunt? So I'll count every single gravestone in German's arena and then mm-hmm. divide that by how often a red moon happens every year, and that'll give us an exact time frame. And? And I like, I just replied and I was like, o- okay, but I'm pretty sure that the hunt and the red moon are separate things. Like the hunt just happens every so often, it's nothing mm-hmm. to. We yeah. and he got really mad and he like he like unfriended me on something and then like unsubscribed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> what was the point of the story? How does this help me? Because you were like, well, how many great ones? I guess you better count the tombstones. And I'm like, <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs> um. Okay. Rom. Rom. Yeah, no, yeah. So these are tombs of the great ones, and each tomb represents one great one? I don't know. And the corpses are there because... Because it's a grave. There's, like, skeletons. They're, like, fused into the wall of Bergenworth. Like, it's, like, just digging down really far. But here they're on the ground. I thought this was the feeding ground for the snake. They're on the, like... Yeah, there's the gate that you take to Bergenworth. Okay, there but there's a bunch of skeletons on well. the ground, Richie. They're in the same arena. 
Yeah, on the ground. Yes. Why? And in the walls. Yeah, because it's a grave. <laughs> Mass grave? Like, there's not just one. There's a lot. It's not very well organized. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll take it. Why is there water in there? <laughs> it's wet. There was no rain, though. There's a lake nearby. It's not like a desert. <laughs> There's a lake above you. There's like a river of mud with corpses in it. And then it's quite cloudy. Okay. And, you know, okay. like if you dig down, there's probably like water in the ground. Okay, fine. Oh, this is like garbage juice, but with like dead people. <laughs> you know how sometimes you have a garbage bag and if it like poked, like garbage juice leaks out? Is this what's happening but with the graves? Yes, yes. Oh my god, my boyfriend has a very perplexed face right now. I I don't know. I think this is how my relationship ends. <laughs> garbage juice. <laughs> We're talking about garbage juice. In this case, it's grave juice and there's a whole river, my love. <laughs> okay. This reminds me of a story. Run! So, <laughs> my parents, they really like making soup, right? But... I only like creamy soup, like broccoli soup and uh, mushroom creamy soup and uh, what other creamy soups are out there? Uh, like pumpkin soup. So I like creamy soups, but sometimes they make watery soup. Like, and I just personally really don't like it, but they always like try to make me eat it because it's supposed to be good for you. And I'm like, ew, this is disgusting. What soup is this? Did you go to the bottom of the dishwasher and just like scoop up the water and put it in here? So <laughs> now... Now that that soup that the soups that they make that are not creamy are are called dishwater soup. <laughs> so when my boyfriend came over for the first time they were like, "Hey, do you want some dishwater soup?" <laughs> and then they explained to him the story to tell him that it's not really soup that you find at the bottom of the dishwasher. It's just like a funny story. Okay. <laughs> Rich is like, it's 4 a.m. Come on now, let's go. Yeah, you, you first called me at 9.30 p.m., right? It's now- So this is like- This is like over like a school day. I have just spent nonstop talking to you. I'm, I'm preparing you for your future job as like a educator. Yeah, but the educator is like- Educating the students. It's not the students telling stories about <laughs> Russian dishwasher soup. Do you? That's what you think. You just wait. Okay. So, um, <laughs> well, the, here the wiki says Martyr Ligarius. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. So, his arena, and earlier you didn't get the right order because you said um, Amelia way earlier, but it's okay. I'll forgive you. It's 3 a.m. or whatever. So, Martyr Ligarius. Yeah. He is in a frozen castle on the roof. Yes. Is that normal? Well, maybe for him it's normal. But <laughs> for us it isn't. Like, if I were him, I would be scared of, like, accidentally falling off an edge. He can't fall off the edge, I've tried. There's like a, <laughs> he has, like, an invisible wall that only works for him. Okay, but within the game, do you think he's scared of falling off the edge? No, because he can fly. So, oh. probably, like, he'd just fly back up again. <laughs> okay, right. And uh, the roof looks like it's been renovated recently. 
think that was the executioners renovating it with like gigantic well, wheels they just smashed into everything i i i don't know because it's like do you think that's how they got into canehurst they like knocked on the door and like we're here for the renovations <laughs> that's odd i don't recall asking for i'll send them in anyway yeah or they're just like perfect this castle's thousands of years old uh, Thank God this door-to-door renovate has arrived when they did. <laughs> That's actually a really common scam. <laughs> really? Yeah, like posing as like, oh, I'm like a, I'm a building like guy and I was going past and I just noticed that like your house isn't up to code. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm going to do you a solid and like, <laughs> I can fix your house up for like a discount with like uh-huh. materials I have left over. Yeah. Yeah, and then they they just run off with the money. Well, so it could be that this was a scam and the vile blood roof is fine. (laughs) Like how you almost said the vile bread. Vile bread, yeah. (laughs) You know, so we got to think about that one. Maybe we'll have a whole podcast on the roof. The roofs of (laughs) Blackborn. No! (laughs) Are some of the roofs made using the trees? Forbidden Woods is made using trees. No, but for a roof, do you use wood? No, you wouldn't use wood because it needs to be, like, waterproof. It would depend on what where you were making it. Well, like here, it has- also there's snow, so it's like- you'd have to think about the weight of the snow, right? You wouldn't make it fly. The buildings in Forbidden Woods are made from wood. From the Forbidden Wood? Yes. Are they called the Forbidden Buildings? No. They're just, well, I mean, they are forbidden, because you're not supposed to be in the wood. <laughs> Richard, the more time goes on, the less amusing you find this whole idea. <laughs> we, it's, we've been going for an hour. Are you for real? Yes, it's <laughs> over an hour. No, this it's not. beautiful. I don't even know. I was planning on putting this on Patreon only, but this is so marvelous. I think I'm going to just oh, release no. it. God, it's going to be like three hours long. Help me. <laughs> okay, ROM. ROM, right. A rom. CD-ROM? <laughs> well, actually, the wiki says amygdala first, so let's do amygdala. Okay, amygdala. It's, it's a chamber with a little, like, citadel thing in the back, like a tower. Yeah. What does the tower serve? It doesn't do anything. Like it should. Well, I like I suspect that the Nightmare Frontier, as we understand it, is actually backwards. And that what's hap- what would happen is, in like some earlier version of it, after you did Yahago, mm-hmm. you would have teleported to that spire that Amygdala's in. Mm-hmm. And you would have walked from there, like, up the Nightmare Frontier to that little cave that you start in. Makes sense. Yeah, because it's got the same statues on it that the statues in, in that the church in Yahagul does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you probably would have like teleported from Yahagul to there, and then yeah, gone to Mensis on foot. Oh, cool. Okay, then it's just in a little like enclosure or whatever. Yeah, it's, like- it's just got all these like weird rocks, the skull rocks and the yeah. rocks with the striations that look like muscle. Yeah, I yeah. 
I thought that the graves were like living things or something because it's like they have blood in them, and they kind of look like the cut that one of the beasts has. Was it Lawrence? Oh, the bloodletting beast. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I don't think like I don't think you're supposed to take it like super literally. It's just like sort of showing that the place you're in is not. Like, is, is, like, an organic growing thing. Like, it's the nightmare, so it's, like, mm-hmm. formed out of memories and it's always in flux. hmm Yeah. Cool. And, um, yeah, I guess that's about it, so. You sound, you sound disappointed. You weren't able to get a series of tangents in there about, like- no. <laughs> Do you think the amygdala lives in that building? I don't know what the deal with amygdala is. We should have an episode on the amygdala. All right. Yeah. No, I don't think it lives there. It's like there's nothing to do there. It's like an empty building. It's so boring. Mm, maybe it records podcasts. <gasps> oh, shade. No, I'm serious. Like, maybe that's Are you did. saying these are boring, Richie? No, you're saying it's bored. And I'm like, maybe it records podcasts to stop itself getting bored. No, we record podcasts to spread the lore. We just talk about Rom. <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> it, it just ticked over to 4.01 a.m. Cool. Okay. Um, so now we can do Rom, the vacuous spider. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Are you crying? It's like, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, okay, so he's, no, she's in the lake. It's a she, yep. and we know that. And it was so cute. I, I thought it was a he, I guess, for the longest yeah. time. And then Miyazaki was like, she's so cute. And I'm like, oh, okay. She has a more feminine name in the Japanese. Roma. Yes, like Roma. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they changed it because Roma is an ethnicity. And they didn't want to be like. Yeah, you mentioned oh, it a yeah. few times in a lot of podcasts, Richie. We got it. <laughs> Is this the podcast that pushes Richard over the edge? Find out tonight at 9 o'clock. <laughs> Find out tonight at 4 fucking in the morning. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so it's a, We've been it's recording a- for almost seven hours. Oh, my God. Well, it's worse for me because I had to wake up early, and waking up early is harder than going to sleep late. Subjectively. Okay. Okay, good. (laughs) So, this is harder for me than it is for you. Um, (laughs) Okay, so, Rom is in a giant lake. Is she? (sighs) Okay, you're, you're now getting sick of it. And we have a whole thing on rum, and we have a whole thing on lakes, and we have a whole thing on mirrors. Like- <laughs> Just what you want this to be over with worse than I do. <laughs> you hoist by your own petard. Because <laughs> you thought this was going to be over in like half an hour, and it'd be like a thing you. No, I thought I thought we were going to do one at a time over a period. Time and you're okay, like, let's you do can, all of them together. You can cut it up then. Yeah, but I thought we'd cut it up as we do it. Like, we'd just do one and then uh, do another one in an- another day and another day. 
And you're like, no, we're doing everything now. And I just realized how much I'm screaming in this podcast, Richie. Do you see what you do to me? I'm going to have to like edit it out, edit it back. I'm going to have to edit it and I'm going to have to listen to myself scream. Do you know how annoying that is? Yes. <laughs> okay. So it's a leak and we talk about it a lot in various podcasts. So like we got it covered. Yep. Next. Next. Amygdala again? What have you done? Oh no, I just went up instead of done. Oh no, I just got confused. The one we born. sense of direction. The <laughs> yes. one reborn. Uh, okay. In Advent Plaza. Yeah, and we talk a lot about the Advent Plaza in the Mansus podcast. And we oh, now you're just, about skip- it <laughs> just skipping the, uh, everything now. In the Mikalash podcast. No, we talked a lot. Like, just like if you listen to our podcasts, you're probably tired of hearing about it as well. So, we know about this. We can If move you're on. on the podcast, how tired do you think you are of hearing about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next. Celestial Nicolash. Emissary. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, Celestial Emissary is in Lumen Flower Gardens. Okay. And you told me stuff. I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast, how the flowers used to have a flower cycle. Uh, it looks like the flowers were going to open at one point. They, mm-hmm. they were called lumen flowers because they would open under the moon. And there's, like, some stuff floating around that kind of suggests that there would have been a different sequence to the game and you would have come to lumen flower gardens a lot earlier and they would have been shut. Mm-hmm. And then when the moon happened, you would have come back and they all would have opened and be facing the moon. But that's uh, cut now. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it in the ROM podcast, how the moon might be, like, energizing all these arcane-like things, or flowers, yeah, or I th- whatever. I think that's reasonable, that, like, they're feeding off the the game. Like, one of the things that's not, I think, talked about enough is the game makes a point of, like, with the Great One sort of blurring the lines between if they're an animal or a plant. Because mm-hmm. they tend to have, like, plant-like characteristics to them. It's like the celestial emissaries look all- I know, I know, like, a mushroom is technically its own thing, but they look like mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Like, Amygdala's head looks like a mushroom. The moon presence is, like, she's called Flora, and- mm-hmm. Like, Rom- Rom's tail looks like grass that's growing, and, like, there's the- There's the, like, the centipede thing before Rom that has, a like, a flower growing out of the top of it, and- Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. And it's uh, located in... Upper Cathedral Ward. Mm-hmm, good. And... Ibriatus. Oh, <laughs> we're moving, okay. Um, what, what, is there anything else you want to say about it? I, I don't know, I was just, like, looking at it. Somebody was fighting well, the emissaries, isn't it? Yeah. I mean... Does like- the emissaries, like, they grow out of the ground as you're fighting. They, like, mm-hmm, pop out. Yeah like the living failures so was this what was the point of the lumen lumen flower garden well i don't i think it may have been something to do with like following the moon because that that whole area is like themed around kind of astrology because mm-hmm. you're like ibriatus watching the sky and the choir are watching the sky and there's the corpse doing make contact like in the direction of the moon and there's the big clock that charts the moon phase so I'm guessing, like, the lumen flowers were a similar deal because they would, like, like a sunflower, like, it blooms and it faces the sun all day and then it closes. So, like, the 
the lumen flowers presumably would have pointed toward the moon. And it's like a similar kind of thing. Was it a corpse pointing toward? I thought it was like a dummy. No, I think I think it's well, this is the thing about corpses in Bloodborne that like it's kind of hard to tell. They look like statues, but I think that is just meant to be like a dead guy who so, was doing make contact. And he then was making the- contact for like so long. He just died and mummified on the spot. Well, do you know what I think he did? What? He's making contact with the moon when the right? red moon happened. So it just fried him. Oh. Because the whole of Upper Cathedral Ward, like the brain suckers and the werewolves, they're all the choir. Who, like, transformed under the moon. hmm So, I guess, like, he got the full- Instead of transforming, he just, like, mummified. Kind of like Mikolash. He just So, died. he turned into beef jerky. Yeah. I feel like the beef jerky theme is coming up a lot, so I feel like the beef jerky theme is part of this. Okay. Do you think it's coming up a lot organically because of the story, or are you just hungry? <laughs> or is it that I love beef jerky? I don't know. You can't really tell. It could be anything. <laughs> Um, do you think, cause, okay, cause sunflowers have like sunflower seeds that you eat, right? Yeah. And lumen flowers, consequently, have- Just picturing you with like a pipe, like, and lumen flowers, consequently, must also have seeds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, that you eat. And I guess those seeds could give you, like, arcane refills. Well, the the milkweed rune is called seedbed in Japanese. So you could have milk the seeds? No, it's just called seedbed. I don't know where the fuck the word milkweed actually comes from in, like, that context. But, the, no, no, Richie, it makes perfect sense. So you take the seeds, right? And you create, like, a milk or an oil out of them, and it's an energy drink. <laughs> and it's, like, it's kind of like, you just, like, drink it, and gives you energy, and, like, moon energy, and, like... Big moon energy. <laughs> Big moon energy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how else? How else do you... Else what? <laughs> how else do you refill your Iocane powers? By pressing up on the D-pad. And what, did, what does that do? It Gives you five blood bullets. Yeah, but don't you have an arcane bar in Bloodborne? You use Quicksilver. Oh, it's true. You don't have an arcane bar. It's a stamina bar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is the alternative. Okay, some people have an arcane bar and they refill it by <laughs> drinking <laughs> the big moon energy drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad there's not a camera on me right now. Are you crying? <laughs> I'm just like slumped forward, and there's like like my eyes won't open properly, and there's like drool coming out of my mouth, and I'm just like, it's, uh, uh. 
Am I giving you too much insight? Am I blowing it's, your mind right now? <laughs> it's 4.11am on the 23rd of September. Okay. We will be done by 4.20. No, we won't. I meant that as a date, not as an hour. So we'll be done by April <laughs> of next year. Exactly. So don't worry. <laughs> okay. So the next boss is a Brietas. Daughter of the cosmos. She's Italian now, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. You're going to start a a Twitter account called Italian Ibriatus and get banned. (laughs) Why? Why would I get banned? Someone someone made an Italian Elon Musk account and got banned. Aw. You know what I noticed? That I can roll the Russian R's with, like, one side of my tongue more than the other? Is that normal? (laughs) Can we please talk about Ibriatus? (laughs) So, where do we find Ibrietas? Ibrietas. Yeah. <laughs> Ibrietas is fought in a nonsensical area called the Altar of Despair. I think the idea behind the Altar of Despair is that it is the entrance to the Chalice Dungeons that's under the Grand Cathedral. And specifically, it is the entrance to East. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how that's supposed to work. I don't understand, like, they talk about East being another land that is in touch with the cosmos, so I don't know if that, what that means physically, if, like, East is a place, like, it's a specific place in the Chalice Dungeons that's more in touch with the cosmos, or if it means that, like, East is far away and you, like, teleport there. I don't know. hmm But, yeah, the Altar of Despair is likely, there's, like, literally there's an altar down there. The altar is Rom. For whatever reason, and you find the East Chalice there. So presumably, like they were putting the East Chalice on that altar and accessing East from there. Yeah, and we have a whole podcast on Rome and uh, cut content surrounding Mikolash, Abrietas, and all that. So if you want to know more about this area, I guess, or how bosses were switched around and whatnot, you can you can check it out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just like a puddle of water. Yeah, that's water. In a cave or whatever. It's a building. Yeah. There's a whole lot of, like, chalice dungeon statues. Like, what? No, no, I just noticed there are mummified, not mummified, but petrified people in there. I think they're statues. Well, they look like Yaharagul people, no? Like, they're reaching out? Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe they are statues. Wait. I'm okay. Pretty, there's no, there's statues, statues down there. Yeah. yeah, and they have like it's the same statue assets, but they kind of play with them, so they have less detail, so they look okay. older. But they're kind of like they're worn down, so the detail is. Wait, so up. why are all these statues there? What is this? Is this a basement? It's, because it's the like an entrance to the chalice dungeon. So there's a whole lot of chalice dungeon stuff lying around, like statues and columns. But that's not logical. Like it's not a very well thought out area. Like columns and statues upon statues, like a dump, like a statue it, dump. Yeah, because it's like ruins underneath Yana. But how many statues do you need? Like, even if it's ruins, they're probably just like dragging stuff up to the surface. Well, they're hoarding statues, they need help. Mikolash. <laughs> Maybe they, they should be on an episode of Hoarders. Maybe it's Abritus. What if Abritus is the one hoarding all the statues? 
That's why she's crying. Because what happened was she was on an episode of Hoarders and they actually took like half her stuff in like, you know how they just like take the person's stuff in, in like giant trucks or whatever. I don't watch Hoarders, but go Okay, on. well, yeah, well, at, at some point, if I guess if the person agrees, they try to help them clean out their, their like space. And oftentimes it's like trucks that come to take away all the crap that the person has and it's very difficult for the person and so maybe that's what happened that's why there's a clear space so that's what the trucks managed to clear and then abrietus was like oh no they're gonna take away my statues they're gonna take the rest of it and she was crying how did the truck get down there it's a chalice dungeon truck Oh, I see. Well, there are like, there are wagons in the chalice dungeons. I don't know what they're supposed to do. They have to keep going up and down stairs. Actually, those wagons are filled with Abreatus things. I was thinking more like, Abreatus is like, I'm over my statue addiction. And then one night, like, it's really late. She's kind of tipsy. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I'll just get a cut. And then she wakes up in the morning. She's like, oh, shit. I thought I was. I swear I wouldn't do this again, but. Another fucking paycheck has gone into <laughs> these statues. And I know I don't need them, and I know it's a problem I have where, like, I get depressed, and I feel like if I get a couple of statues, that'll make it feel better, and I do it at the time, but then, like, later I always end up regretting it, and- <laughs> Richie, did she drunk order the statues on Amazon? <laughs> I think she might have. <laughs> Is the Altar of Despair another random statue she ordered, but it was some limited edition shit, so it cost a lot. And she's like, oh no, why? Yeah, she's like, I can't, can't believe it. It's just, I thought I was past this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and she's like, I got all these, got all these statues. And then it's like, oh, some of the statues, they have like chips out of them. I'm going to have to like order some stuff to get rid of the chips on the statues and like fix all the cracks in them. And so that's another like, it's another week's paycheck down the drain to fix the statues. And she's like, it's just becoming a sunk cost fallacy at this point. <laughs> like, I'm just constantly just going to fix the statue. Just never have bought the statues to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Mikolash. <laughs> yeah, Mikolash. We actually had a whole episode on Mikolash recently. Yep, with Bean. With Bean. So, I, I don't know what else to say about him. It's a big library and there's some corpses. Yeah. So, but if, you, if you're really interested and want to know more about Mikolash and everything, check out the Mikolash podcast. Um, wet nurse. It's a circle. Mm-hmm. I actually wonder what that room is called, because the English script calls it Wet Nurse's Lunarium. Mm-hmm. And the Lunarium's also used to talk about where Willem is in Bloodborne. Yes. And, like, the word that becomes Lunarium is a, like, is a Japanese word that you can't really translate that's, like, Tsukimi. Mm-hmm. Which means, like, a place you go to watch the moon. So, like, lunarium is an attempt to come up with, like, a, a sort of made-up equivalent word. Mm-hmm. It's like the lunar equivalent of a solarium. Yeah. 
So I'm just going to check when it finishes loading what that lantern is called in Japanese. I see the character for Moon, so it's something to do with that. Hang on. Yeah, it's called a Tsukimi there as well. Oh, actually, it's called it's called Tsukimi Dai, which means like really big Tsukimi. Aww, that's so cute. Yeah. So she has like a really big moon viewing area. Hmm. So it's a really big moon viewing area. What does that yeah. mean? Um. Well, it means that she's like you can see the there's like a huge moon in that area. So she's like. I don't know if it's like if it's she's watching the moon or it's like that area is the moon is really prominent because they're trying to beckon cause and the wet nurse just showed up. Mm -hmm. Also, I have a lore video on the wet nurse, the one that I remade recently that is very good. Yeah. Much better than anything Rich ever did. That's true. Yeah. I have it in English and in Russian. So, uh, you know, check Mm. it out. Yeah. If you want to see what real lore is like, <laughs> if you want to see what this channel could have been before Richie came along. I wouldn't say I came along as much as I was like Shanghai and then just <laughs> stuck around. Anything else about uh, the wet nurse's lunarium? Well, it's like pretty obviously not finished. There's also a bunch of corpses, which remind me of the uh, shadows thing. But they're like mens. Oh yeah, in the in the arena, yeah, yeah. There's like mens's corpses outside, and then if you go in there, there's like I think the like the plan that they had originally is that. That would have worked like Moonside Lake in Bergenworth. How so? Because there's there's art in the concept art book of like it looks like the um the area where you find the like the the unused wetness boss arena that not the unused moon presence boss arena that people have found where it's like the coast of a fishing. You know what I mean? No, yeah, it is. It's like the coast of the. It's like where you. It's like a beta version of where you fight Orphan of Cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's concept art of that, and it looks like it's inside the lunarium. Mm-hmm. Like it's got that the wall around it and the moon in the distance, and like mm-hmm. Murgo's pram. Yeah. And I'm like, was the idea that this like you would have that would have like gated you to to like the fishing hamlet originally? You would have like jumped through that, and that would have taken you to where the Wherever the fishing hamlet started off as would have been there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, German, the first hunter. Yep. What do you think Big about tr- his arena? <laughs> More trees, uh, yes. Well, there's like this one tree, though. It's like the great tree. Aren't there trees in his arena? <clears throat> um. Let me see. Oh, there's some, but there's it's mostly like there's these sort of crucifix things. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and fun fact about German. You're supposed to know what I'm trying to say, Richie. Um he his apprentice was killed by Ludwig. 
is that German that we fight in the arena. Is not. Oh, he. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the German that. What happens is, like, German's in the wheelchair. He gets up. In between him being in the wheelchair and getting up, his model changes. He looks completely different. And people were wondering, like, oh, is this like German is. It's like a younger version of German or something. He, like, goes back to his prime when he fights you. And I think that's maybe what they're going with in the version that we have. But looking at the two models, it looks increasingly like the German boss that you fight is like a totally different character to the guy in the wheelchair. And they just gave them the same face texture. Do we ever so meet? Like, yeah, go on, go on. So, yeah, just like it looks like when those two models were created, like old guy in wheelchair and guy with a scythe were two different characters. And then they sort of decided they would be the same guy, so they gave them the same face texture. But they didn't change the actual structure of the face. Okay. So that's that's how we know that they're probably not the same guy, because the like just if you remove the textures from the faces and just look at the facial models, they look like two completely different people. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that could have been Lawrence at some point. Well, it's possible. Because it's... Yeah. You mentioned that maybe in the original version, at the end, you would have fought Lawrence, who was your friend, or something. Well, we don't know, because there's, like, three no, different like, people who have been called Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it looks like, um, yeah, the first hunter maybe was, like, a separate character from the advisor. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Anyway... Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to end here, and we're going to do DLC bosses another day. Oh, no, I think- No, no, when no, no, there's refreshed. like- There's like four DLC bosses, I, I think like we can do it. I feel like these are the bosses that are going to make you snap pretty I think- No, I think we can do like four DLC bosses pretty quickly. Are you- Are you sure? It's- Yeah, because like, it's already too late to be up, so I may as well just oh, keep going. Oh, God. <laughs> you no, should have been like- yeah. You should have been like, no, it's time for me to sleep. No, well, just get, just get it out of the way now. It's going to take, like, 20 minutes. Okay, fine. Okay, God. Ludwig. Okay. Quickly, tell me about Ludwig's arena. Okay. This was your idea. You don't get to tell me to hurry up. <laughs> you have to go to sleep, though, so I'm trying to speed up the process. Ludwig's arena is a Buddhist hell motif. I've talked about this many, many times. One of the Buddhist hells, of which there are many, you are drowning in a river of blood and there is a horse monster who tortures you. Mm-hmm. Ludwig being a horse creature and in a room full of like corpses drowning in blood is a very obvious nod to that. And uh, Richie has a bunch of videos on his channel and one or more of them go into this. I think it's so just one. It's just one. Yeah, I can't remember. It's all like... Yeah, no one watches it, it's fine. No, no, I can't remember specifically, because it's like one giant video in my head, but it's very good yeah. videos, I recommend you watching them, they're very, very good. Um, um, even though some people think that they may not have aged very well with the DLC or whatever, I completely disagree with that. I think they're still the best lore videos out there, so watch it. And... 
An important fact about Ludwig that people should know is... Uh, no, it's escaping me. No, no, you know what it is. Uh, I can't think of it. It's some something <laughs> with, like, Lawrence or... No. Um, he killed someone. Yeah, um, who did he kill? Uh, was it... Uh, I think it's Annalise. <laughs> no, I feel like if we repeat it enough times, though, it's going to become canon. He killed Soler. He killed Soler. No. He killed Alfred because you never see Alfred die. <laughs> Could have been anyone. If you want to know <laughs> what fun facts we're talking about, you should watch my Maria video. <laughs> that was also a very interesting lore, even though it was all wrong. It was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Unlike these podcasts. Living failures. Are you talking about us or about boss? I don't know how much longer I'll be living. <laughs> That's why I told you we should do this another day. It's almost done. Okay. Uh, actually, it's Lawrence the First Vicar. Uh, well, he's in a church, and we talked a lot about these churches already. Like, it's fine. We can move on. It's the same one, except he's he's in he's in the it's a different altar, so he can be in the Pieta pose. Yeah, it's very deep, and we have a whole podcast on Lawrence and. Yeah. And you also, you talked about him on um, Duckfeed. Yeah, I think so. One for a side chat. Um, I don't remember if you talked about him with uh, with Aegon. I can't remember either. But anyway. I think I just did the fishing hamlet. Uh, but anyway, there's a lot of, we talked about him a lot together or separately. So feel free to check that out if you're curious about him. Okay, you feel free. <laughs> Feel free. <laughs> Lady Maria of the Astral Clock Tower. No, it's Living Failures. Ah, oh, shit. They come yeah. before Maria. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Okay, <laughs> I, I have a theory about Living Failures. Okay. I think they weren't supposed to be a boss originally. I think they were just meant to be Clock Tower patients. Oh, okay. Yeah. Be- because they can steal your blood echoes. And oh, nothing else that's a boss can do that. Makes sense, yeah. And they're just like a random thing where, like, here's a bunch of enemies in a space, and then yeah. you kill them and they come back to life again. So I'm wondering if, like, yeah, maybe they weren't ever in- Maybe they weren't supposed to be a boss, and they you- just- Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they used to be smaller? Like, cute little living failures? No. Yeah, cute little potato head. Potato. Yeah, cute little living failure potato. And you take it in your palm and you're like, oh, you're so cute. You're not a failure to me. This is how Maria treated them in the hot tower. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <sighs> and then Ludwig was like, if I hear her use that baby voice one more time, I swear to God. <laughs> was he a horse at this point? <laughs> No, he could have been okay. Whatever he was, it was in the real world. So, if he was a horse monster in the real world, which we explored the idea, then maybe. And Ike 
drew a very, very cute picture. Do you remember where the hunter is looking up at Ludwig, the horse monster? Yeah. And Ludwig is wearing the executioner head. And he's like, what do you mean? What's wrong? It's me, your friend, Alfred. <laughs> but it's a giant I, horse I monster. I feel so bad that, <laughs> that Ike is like producing good content for this. Yeah, he 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 likes it though. He's really awesome. Yeah, shout out to Ike. If he likes it, maybe like he needs help. <laughs> <laughs> why would you? Why would anyone like this? Because <laughs> it's the greatest lore content on the internet, Richie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we forgot to give a shout out to people. Okay, we have to remember next time. But yeah, this time, big shout out to Ike. Okay. <laughs> so, Maria of the Astral Clock Tower. It's a room. Mm -hmm. There's very little in it. There's an astral clock that you talk about in your videos, so. Yep, yep. There's also a chair that you can poison. <laughs> yes. Well, no, we're saving that for our Lady Maria's chair. <laughs> Ultimate boss fight guide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah, is there anything else about the arena? It's also like a church with giant bells on the top or whatever. It's a clock tower. Oh, right, it's a clock tower. <laughs> whatever, Richie, same thing. <laughs> Uh, Church clock, they're the same. Yeah, and there are giant uh, bells on the ceiling, and they're used yep. to communicate with great ones? Like, I guess. I mean, they're just bells. No, because you see a lot of bells in the, um, in the game. Yeah. So, I think yeah. so, yeah. Okay. Um, so then, the final boss of the DLC. Yep. You do the honors, Richie. Orphan O'Coz. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the sea. Yeah. Good night, everyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Good. Perfect. Do you want to talk about Orphan of Causes? arena oh there's more there's a big dead fish lady all right i forgot about her she's so obscure and unseen well, you know they never actually say that's cause it's true it could be anyone it could be yeah if if something's not definitively answered <laughs> the answer is just any random shit you can think up <laughs> because implications and ambiguity don't exist <laughs> and there's no such thing as, like, basic narrative structure. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a so, fish lady. Whoever she is. <laughs> yes. So when the orphan of Cos climbs out of the womb of whoever it is. Of the unknown fish lady. Yeah, I mean, you know, Erden. <laughs> The doll? Velka? Queen of Lothric. This is the, that's the great thing about the Souls series. 
great thing about the Soul series is that nothing means anything at all. <laughs> That's what really attracts me to it. It's not like they have a, a set of like themes and ideas that they explore. It's just just whatever. Uh, is, that the, is that the orbit of God's arena rent? Well, do you want to talk about how like when you when you beat Orphan of Cause, the like black smoke kind of thing rises up out of Cause's Oh yeah. Body? Yeah. What does it represent? That's the orphan's spirit. The thing about the orphan is like Orphan of Cause IRL was not that thing. Right. No? Orphan of Cause would have just been like a little slug baby. Aww. And then what happens is because Bergenworth because- takes away. No. Because Cause because <laughs> Some say because of me. 437. <laughs> God, go on. So, right. Orphan of Cause, the actual like child of Cause. Bergenworth yeah. took it, took it back to Bergenworth. It died. They dissected it. That's where the cord that Impostia Sefka has is from. Mm-hmm. It was just a little slug baby. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when it like... I people yell at me when I say died because like well if it's if it's living on in the dreamlands it's not actually dead. <laughs> but like I think the hunter's nightmare makes such a big point of filling itself with hell imagery that it's fair to say as far as we're supposed to be we're supposed to like consider this the afterlife even if it's not technically. Mm-hmm. So when the orphan dies its spirit is trapped in this, like, purgatory place, which is the Hamlet. Mm-hmm. And, like, we talked about Ludwig before. Right. This is Lud- Ludwig before being a, like, Buddhist hell reference thing. Mm-hmm. Hunters, uh, the fishing Hamlet is the same deal. It is overtly referencing another place in the afterlife called the River Sanzu. And, like, River Sanzu has a lot of different meanings, but one of the things about it is, like, it's- uh, place. Oh no, it's not necessarily Sanzu. Basically, there's just there's a river where the souls of children who died before their parents are taken. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a purgatory for children. So it's playing that up. That's what the the beginning area with like the piles of stones and the like, like the the lighting and everything is trying to make you think of that. So the idea is like when the orphan died because it like it had died. In, like, pain and before its parent and everything like that, it's, like, stuck in this purgatory place. And what you encounter is, like, a manifestation of the orphan's, like, rage. It's, like, the the anger of the orphan left behind. Mm -hmm. So that's why, like, it seems weird that they're, like, oh, this poor child of cause, and then you kill it. And then they're, like, thanks- because what you've done is you haven't really killed it. Like, it's already dead. What you've done is you've, like, freed it from the sort of purgatory state it's in by, like, banishing the sort of the angry part of it. So what happens is, like, the boss dies and then the, the smoke rises up and the smoke is, like, that's really the orphan. Like, that's the orphan's, like, soul or whatever. 
because the orphan wasn't actually that weird like monster thing, which is why like it looks like German's blade and everything, because it's like a nightmare sort of like vision of like the like it's like the orphan's anger made manifest. So then when you defeat the smoke thing, it's like, okay, the orphan's like free now. It's like can like pass on. That's why mm-hmm. they thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. That was only uh, an hour and 45 minutes. Yay. So hang on. I'm just going to check discord for when you first started, when you oh, first God. called me. Okay. Um, I said, yeah, you can call me now at 9.28 p.m. Okay. It is now f- it is now four forty a.m. Nine. 10, so we've been talking 11, for 12, one, yeah, two, seven three, hours and ten four. minutes. Oh, it didn't feel like seven hours. Felt like a breeze. I guess because no Aegon co- was it for most of it. No comment. <laughs> All right, and we have like three podcasts out of this. I guess four if you want to cut the start of the Aegon one out mm, and make that like- Well, that's like- good. Oh, and I'll send you the anime stuff after I export it. Yeah. So yeah. this is good. We did good, Richie. We did a really good job. Yeah. Should we record an outro? <laughs> yeah, you do the outro. It's over now. <laughs> what? over now <laughs> yay okay it's now 4 43 a.m that means we've been recording for seven and one quarter hours but we recorded multiple things we didn't just record this yeah but i think the problem is that like by this point i'm delirious and i can't talk properly <laughs> no no you did you did an excellent job richie we all appreciate it so yeah thanks so much and uh that's all right you go sleep now maybe we'll do another podcast tomorrow maybe not maybe it's a surprise we'll see no no like surprises (laughs) it's okay you'll learn to like them (laughs) okay okay i'll stop now (laughs) 